With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Sports Buffet. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. Now, your host, lifetime Longhorn and former NFL player, Rod Babers. Welcome back to the Sports Buffet for a hump day, a hump day edition of the Sports Buffet. Myself, Mike Rivera, Chris Dole, helping me out here down in the beautiful Alamo City. Good afternoon, Chris. How are you today, sir? Very good, man. What a beautiful day. It's like 85 degrees outside, sunny and clear. It's like summertime almost. It's perfect, isn't it? Yeah. I'll take it. Welcome to the Sports Buffet. You can hit us up on Twitter at SportsBuffet1, the number one. I am at Zoned Mike in the Twitterverse. Chris Duell at Chris Duell. DJLG helping us here on the ones and twos up here in at the uh, Buffet Central Command. And Paul Kidwell, the man with no Twitter. Twitter hater. He's Twitter, a Twitter hater. hater. He's a Twitter. But that's okay. He we still, you know, he's still all right to me. Um, lots to get by here on the show here, obviously, with some major league baseball news to get to. Um, we're going to talk a little bit of basketball and um, a lot of other stuff. Chris? Yeah, you mentioned basketball. Uh, trades are popping left and right in the NBA. The NBA trade deadline is tomorrow at 2 o'clock Central Time. Uh, one of the biggest things, man, and we've been saying it here on the Sports Buffet, uh, Rod doesn't say it so much, but you and I have said it, don't sleep on the Houston Rockets. Rod, of course, is a Houston Rockets fan. He's from H-Town. Uh, Rockets made a move last night. They got high-scoring guard Lou Williams from the L.A. Lakers, in exchange for swingman Corey Brewer. Now, today, the rumor is they're in negotiations negotiations with the Cleveland Cavaliers for Iman Shumpert. So the, the Rockets already the third best record, not only in the West, but in the NBA. They're trying to make some more noise at the trading deadline, trying to upgrade their team. Uh, don't sleep on the Rockets. Pay close attention to what they do between now and tomorrow at 2 o'clock. And once these games get underway, and NBA will start playing again tomorrow night. Uh, let's keep an eye on what the Rockets do, see if they close the gap on the Spurs and the Warriors. Interesting story here about Magic Johnson. Did you see this? Um, if um, if uh, Magic Johnson had his little magic way there, Kobe Bryant would once again be involved with the franchise. In what capacity? We're not sure. I mean, obviously, he's not going to play anymore. Kobe! But um, Magic Johnson is saying that Kobe should have involvement with the Lakers. In fact, that's a big question is, if you're a Lakers player, is that somebody you want to see on the sideline there, too? What do you think, Chris? Well, a lot of those young Laker players apparently didn't get along with Kobe because when Kobe played, as you know, it was all about Kobe. Uh, but what Kobe does bring is discipline, a work ethic, uh, obviously one of maybe the top five, top ten superstars in the history of the game. So maybe what that team needs is a bit of discipline. And we talked about it yesterday, Mike, on the show. The Lakers have hired Kobe's agent, 
as the new GM of the Lakers. So you talk about somebody who's maybe closer to Kobe than anybody outside of his family. Now he's family in the Laker organization with Magic Johnson. Yep. I think the possibility, maybe even the probability, of Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant being involved in the Laker organization increased significantly now that they hired Kobe's agent to be uh, the GM of the Lakers. Okay, so then who coaches this whole mess? Do we keep Cool Hand Luke? That's my question. I think so. Because for a while, I think if he can work it out because he's a former Laker, because he's got that Golden State Warrior connection, it's almost having a guy from the Greg Popovich coaching tree out on the West Coast. You got a guy from that Steve Kerr coaching tree. By the way, of course, Steve Kerr is on the Greg Popovich coaching tree. I, I think you, you give... Luke Walton about a year, but I would warn Luke Walton, don't you cross Magic. If Magic says jump, you better say how high. Or I wouldn't be surprised. And, you know, we talked about this yesterday. You know, what if Tim Duncan ever wanted to coach the Spurs? Don't rule out Kobe. If Kobe's got Magic in place and if uh, Magic loves Kobe and the GM is Kobe's agent and Kobe can be relevant again and maybe forever in basketball, uh, if, if it goes south with Luke Walton in a year or two years, don't rule out Kobe somewhere down the line. We will make the Lakers great again. Bigly. Big, believe me. It's going to be huge. going to be huge. Mexico is going to pay for it. They're going to pay for all these free agents <laughs> one way or another. They're going to pay for it, or uh, Steve uh, Ballmer and the Microsoft Clippers will pay for it somehow, too. I'm not sure how it's going to work out. There, but uh, I have a feeling. the Clippers. I didn't realize this till I looked at the schedule. You know, we've been talking about the Spurs' return to action will be Friday night against the Clippers. Clippers will be on the second night of a back-to-back. Clippers play at the Golden State Warriors tomorrow night on TNT. I didn't look at the schedule, so I thought, well, it'll be the Clippers' first game back on Friday night. Both teams will be a little bit rusty. Man, the Clippers are going to come off a Golden State Warrior ordeal. Uh, I think that's got to benefit the Spurs. The Clippers will be a little tired, and the Spurs get to scout the Clippers on television tomorrow night. 877-366-5483. 877-366-LIVE gets you into the Sports Buffet. Of course, like I said, you can hit us up on Twitter at Sports Buffet 1. The number one, uh, Chris Duell at Chris Duell. Myself at Zoned Mike. Um, again, we want to thank you all for your suggestions yesterday. I actually... Uh, did not have a heart attack, but I did have my griff, so I'm extremely pleased. Um, and uh, I have to tell you today, Chris, today was a fun day. I actually got to meet with the mayor of uh, Sports Talk here in San Antonio. I got to meet with uh, Mike Taylor. Beautiful. We had us a little lunch here. Um, now, always... what, what did you guys eat? What did you eat? What did Mike Taylor eat for lunch today? Well, we had burgers. We what had burgers. burgers? Uh, we were uh, we were actually uh, we actually met up here in uh, in Austin. We had the um, Mighty Cone, so it's a, it's a nice little uh, stand over there on Barton now, Springs. See, I so. didn't hear you yesterday when you were talking about the best burgers in Austin. I didn't hear you bring up Mighty Cone. No, in fact, uh, trailers. That's that's a story for another day. We can, uh, gosh, I I could spend five or six hours on that alone. So, uh, needless to say, um, I, I have a I, I have a feeling that. Um, Man, you ducked that question. You just didn't even go there, man. It's going to be huge. You didn't even defend them at all. Got one more burger question before you move on. All right. Griff's Burgers. I haven't had a Griff's hamburger in San Antonio in like 35, 40 years, literally. Uh, How was the uh, Griff's Burger you got on the way home last night? Did you like Uh, it? I, oh, 
I, I, I can't even begin to describe the glorious mm. wonderfulness that was in my mouth yesterday with Griff's. Um, Outstanding. See, if you should, uh, if, if you should I, say that I as a drop, up. that'd be a great uh, microvera drop. See, I messed up because what I didn't do is I didn't film myself there. In fact, I went incognito. I didn't, I, had, I didn't tell them who I was. I don't know if anybody there was listening to the show, so I figured just go incognito or the burger. That way they don't spit in it. It's like, oh, here comes this guy from the sports buffet. Let's go ahead and spit in his burger. We were, so. very, we were very affirming of Griff's. I agree. But you never know. I mean, the yeah. guy, you know, you never know. So I, I, I try to keep it neutral. So uh, let, let me just say this. I ha- highly recommend it. Definitely worth the Good. drive. So I am disappointed you didn't film. You didn't uh, Snapchat. You didn't Instagram. You didn't tweet a photo of you with your grips. So you don't have photographic evidence, man. Ah, uh, yeah. And that's what Facebook checking is for. And next time I definitely will make a point to do that. All right. uh, a lot of other NBA news, notes, nuggets to get to today, as well as some NFL stuff. Um Steve Kerr. Steve Judas. Kerr, Chris. Judas. Yes, Spurs. Spurs Judas. A lot of people are talking about his involvement in politics. A lot of people are asking, should he just uh, keep his mouth shut and go back to coaching? Uh, I I have to admit, he doesn't do it with the style and grace that Coach Pop does. But uh, you know what? I, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. Yeah, you know what? If it's not your subject, you might want to stay out. See, I disagree. I, I, I believe in free speech. Uh, I Obviously, in this country right now, if you're picking a side – Politically, I mean, you're going to pay a price by 50% of the populace. I mean, half the people are going to probably like what you say. The other half are probably going to hate what you say. It's probably not good business. You know, if you're in the NBA, you're in the entertainment business. You don't want to alienate a lot of your fan base. Of course not. However, I mean, they they play basketball in the Bay Area. The Bay Area is is a very progressive area, so he's probably not getting a lot of blowback in the Bay Area. No. And, you know, I know they're in Oakland now. Eventually, the Warriors in about a year are going to move to San Francisco to a, a new facility. Um, but, but you know, if, if somebody feels passionate about something and they want it, that, that's why I, I defend Greg Popovich's yeah. right to speak out. I, def, I defend Steve Kerr's. And if they flipped it, if they absolutely loved Donald Trump and were slamming the left, then you, I, I would have to defend them as well. So it, it, they're passionate. They're both very knowledgeable, intelligent guys. And they have a platform, and we all have a platform on some level, and I think everybody, if you feel strongly, go ahead and use it. Nobody can do that like me. That's true. I would Nobody I would does it like nobody does it like the president does. Yep. Nope. 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 <laughs> uh NFL news here too. I, I want to talk about this uh Garoppolo deal. Apparently, uh do the Patriots trade him or not, Chris? Man, it's a great question. I, I, if I had to bet right now, I would say no, because as great as Brady looked in the Super Bowl, and he looked great, he didn't look like a 39-year-old. He says he wants to play till he's 45. So you, you would expect to have two or three or four years. But once you get to that age, when things go south, they go south very quickly. I, 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 it could go either way. My bet, if I'm going to make a bet right now, is Garoppolo stays in New England. No doubt. I mean, uh, 45. I mean, nothing Nothing against being 45. I mean, I'm 36, so I can sit here and I can trash talk being 45 because that's still nine years away from it's me. It's coming, though, man. It's, it's coming. coming. And you. you know what? I, oh, and by the way, I have to tell you, I did get my, my Fitbit, Chris. Um, and cool. Unfortunately, I didn't win today. I'm, I'm still at 6,800 steps you here. You and I can be a Fitbit buds, man. We can uh, enter in uh, competitions. I'm ready. But um, the thing is, 
at 40 uh, here's the thing at 36 I already can tell you now that I can't do half the st- I, I can't do the stuff I was doing 10 years ago as good you know I, I can't do it now well, I can't pull the all nighter oh, well okay. yeah there's yeah. a blue pill for that too right. but that's not the problem I'm having okay. oh, oh okay not oh that. no no that's not the problem I'm having but uh. like if if I uh, if I go out there and I spend 10 hours playing uh uh with my kids if I'm out there all day with them walking around the zoo or anything like that I feel a little bit more at the end of the day than I did 10 years ago. So if you know, I'm 36, you know, and I understand Tom Brady's in the best shape of his life, but 45 is a long way away from him. And he's pushing it, yeah. That's five years from now. Now, and, there was a guy who played, I do believe, George Blanda. And yeah. If, if people as old as I am will remember, I saw George Blanda play. In fact, I saw him beat the Dallas Cowboys on Monday Night Football in 1974 when he came in for the Raiders for an injured Daryl LaMonica and beat the Cowboys and knocking the Cowboys out of the playoffs. But that's a whole other story. He played to age 47. Now, he was a kicker slash quarterback. He was more of a quarterback early in his career, but he did throw passes at quarterback at 47. And I will say this, he looked like an old, old 47. Tom Brady, the indication he gave us on Super Bowl Sunday was... Dude is still looking at probably the the best shape of a 39-year-old we'd ever we'd have ever seen in our life. Well, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Four five years is a long way to go, and you gotta have someone there to back him up. We'll see what the Patriots do. I think they should keep who they got, or at least get somebody good. You know what? I wonder what Tony Romo would fit in the Patriot system. Huh. <laughs> now I'm just being funny. Two old guys. Two and old one guys. Down guy. yeah. Now now I'm just being funny. Sig uh not 613, 413 on the Sports Buffet. Welcome back to the Sports Buffet. Rod Babers on vacation somewhere in Mexico. He'll be back on Monday, we trust. I'm sure he will. While he's gone, you could cyberstalk him at Rod Babers. I'm Chris Duell along with Mike Rivera. I'm at Chris Duell on Twitter. At Zoned Mike is Mike Rivera. DJ LG making the show go from Austin at DJ LG 210 and making the show go here in San Antonio at the Palatial and newly uh, re- refurbished Ticket 760 Studios is Twitter hater Paul Kidwell. He hates Twitter, but he loves you, and he's a good guy. Hey, we talked, Mike, yesterday on the show about the fact that the Houston police called a press conference saying two things. Number one, they had not yet located either the missing Tom Brady Super Bowl jersey or the suspect or suspects, but they made news by putting a dollar value on that jersey. They valued it at $500,000. Now, Tom Brady has made a suspect board complete with photographs. What? Yes, uh, you can go see this at TMZ.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. 
or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What? Or at TMZSports.com. Tom Brady himself is turning into a private investigator with his own suspect board with photos and notes on who may be the suspect of his missing Super Bowl jersey on his suspect board. Some of the suspects include Lady Gaga with a photo. She was there. She's, she's now she a suspect. Was. Julian Edelman. What if he was a turncoat? He had access in the locker room. He knows what Tom Brady's duffel bag looks like. If Julian Edelman wanted to rip off that jersey, he could have done it. He lists the kid from Billy Madison, which is a little weird. Oh, Doyle rules. Yes. Uh, Also, the crab people from South Park are possible. Uh, He's got Jaws, the shark from the movie, just because Jaws has a violent history. And uh, he's got some creepy courtroom sketch sketches of himself from the Deflate Gate hearings. So if you want to go look at this, uh, it is uh, it is up at TMZ.com. Okay. So Tom Brady having a little okay. fun with this. Okay, so let, let okay, so he wants to play till he's forty five, right? Yes. Okay, this is what you're telling me. He wants to play till he's forty five years old. And then he releases his own suspect list here. Clearly, the guy has taken too many hits to the helmet. <laughs> the fact that he thinks the kid from Billy Madison, O'Doyle, any of the O'Doyle yep. kids, come on. What on what on earth is going on here, Tom? Maybe, you know what? I'm starting to think he took it himself, and he's just trying to find a way to keep himself relevant in the postseason here. Yeah, I would think that, but who's more relevant than Tom Brady after the greatest comeback in Super Bowl slash Pro football history. The Houston police will find Jimmy Hoffa before they find this jersey. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jimmy Hoffa is somewhere in the bayous of Houston, and they will find that before they find Tom Brady's jersey. You know who else they have looking for this thing? They've got they've got the FBI. They've got the Texas Rangers. A great baseball team. And, you know, the Texas Rangers have spring training coming up, so they better hurry up. The Texas Rangers have better find this thing before yeah. spring training starts. In fact, we're getting ready to go into spring training now. Oh, great. This is wonderful. Tom Brady, you know what? Great job, buddy. Now, I've heard some people say, and this is what's interesting, whoever did steal it, you know, right now, first of all, it's a felony, and they're going to throw the book at you, and you're screwed if you get caught with this. Now, that's the bad news. The good news is, right now, it's valued at $500,000. And oh, you just... might say even more. It'll be worth even more. But somebody has said, or a few people have said, after so long, there, there, there are going to be some phony knockoffs that are going to show up. So there, there's got to be a way to authenticate this jersey. If you have the actual jersey that right now is worth an estimated $500,000, how do you ultimately 
you know, cash in? How do you ultimately sell this? And how do you ultimately prove that it's not a knockoff? I mean, obviously, you're going to need the Super Bowl 51 patch on that jersey. But I'm guessing the NFL has some special way, some special tag or some special embroidered, embedded. They've got microchips on that thing. Okay, there you go. They've got RFID chips on that thing. Mark Wahlberg took it, people. Mark Wahlberg left the game early to sneak into the locker room to hide there as a, as a janitorial worker in the laundry bin so he can jump out, grab the, the jersey, get back in the bin, get pushed out into a van. No one would know he was there. Probably handed it over to Vladimir Putin so he can wear it with the ring that he got earlier this year from Robert Kraft. That's what's going on, Chris. I would I'm, not be shocked I'm if telling you, Putin that, was involved. That's what's going on. Tom Brady knows it. He just needs a good cover story. He has no one else to blame. Plus, if you have a jersey out there on eBay named Tim Brody, that might draw some flags. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Speaking of the Patriots, now that's kind of a kooky story. Uh, this one's uh, a, a, a bit more grim but interesting. The uh, A list of witnesses has been put together of witnesses or uh, people who may be called to testify oh, in the really? Aaron Hernandez murder trial. Oh, wait, and, I thought that was over. Uh, apparently there's an, an, a, a double murder trial coming. I, I think oh, wow. this is, I think he's killed multiple people. This is his latest trial. Apparently jury selection is underway for this trial. Opening statements are scheduled for March 1st, which is next Wednesday. And on that list of potential witnesses is... Who, who, who? Head coach Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick could be uh, on the witness stand. He's but, calling the emperor? Well, but, yeah, it's it's a defense team list. So I think they hope Bill Belichick will get on the stand and say nice things about Aaron Hernandez. Like, oh, he never killed anybody when I was around him. Hey, hey Bill, what can you tell us about uh, Aaron here? <laughs> That's Beautiful. what's going to happen. He's Bill Belichick isn't going to go out there and defend him, but if he's called, if if he's called to be a witness, he's got to he's got to show, you know. No. But but yeah, I mean, can you? And that would be a weird little moment because I'm a ima- I I imagine that testimony will be videotaped and available, right? So I mean, we'll see that. So Bill Belichick, you know, he's known for giving weird, weird sound bites and certainly unusual, grumpy press conferences uh, would still be some must-see TV for me and some fascinating video to see him on the witness stand. Break me down with all of your hatred and your journey towards the dark side will be complete. I'm that. I mean, I'm sorry. That's the exclusive audio here. We've got it here on the Sports Buffet. Beautiful. I mean, the, the trial hasn't happened yet. We've already got the exclusive audio here. Yeah, that, March, March 1st is March when the action gets March 1st is when underway. we get to look forward to this wonderful train wreck. Oh, boy, this is going to be great. Oh, well. And you're right. How long is it? You know, why does, how many years ago did they lock this guy up? Feels like five. Uh, yeah, maybe it was three. Maybe it was I, four. Gosh, I the thought it was three or four. Yeah, they, they, the wheels of justice move very slowly. They move slowly unless you have lots of straight cash, homie. Oh, well. 877-366-5483 gets you into the Sports Buffet. He is at zone, He is at Chris Duell. I am at Zone Mike. You can hit us up on Sports Buffet 1, the number one on Twitter. Coming up next on the Sports Buffet, the update. Four. 
435 on the Sports Buffet. Crystal, Mike Rivera here hanging out with you on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Uh, we got a lot to get to, but first, the update. All right, Mike. We alluded to this earlier, and we kind of projected it yesterday. Magic Johnson has hired... Uh, the agent of Kobe Bryant to be general manager of the Los Angeles Lakers. He is Rob Palinka. He's going to have to give up uh, all of his clients that he represents. And as we just discussed in the first segment, uh, this could pave the way for a bigger role for Kobe Bryant in the Lakers organization. The Spurs have assigned rookie guard Bryn Forbes to the Austin Spurs of the D-League. That means he'll likely see action Tomorrow night at the HEB Center at Cedar Park as the Austin Spurs take on the Sioux Falls Sky Force. What's interesting about that game, if you're jonesing for Spurs basketball and can't wait till Friday night against the Clippers, that game is going to be telecast on Fox Sports Southwest. So you'll see uh, Bryn Forbes and a lot of Spurs prospects. And finally, a great friend of the show. Uh, UTSA Roadrunners head football coach Frank Wilson made a big hire today. Oh, Former Alabama Crimson Tide and Texas Longhorn assistant coach Bo Davis will now be the defensive line coach for the UTSA Roadrunners. Davis was fired by Nick Saban in Alabama last April for alleged recruiting violations. Now, Bo Davis has said he made some mistakes in the way he was recruiting, and he apologizes. Uh, but bottom line here... Uh, Frank Wilson and the UTSA Roadrunners get a big-name guy who's been at some big-time programs at Alabama and Texas. So uh, this uh, Roadrunner program under Frank Wilson, which is on the upper uprise, seems to be ascending even higher with a selection like that for defensive line coach. Yeah, in fact, that's that's a big move for Coach Frank Wilson. In fact, uh, obviously they're trying to build on the, the, the Cinderella season they had last year. Yes, we can use the word Cinderella season. For the Roadrunners, birds up. By the way, this team did a lot of the incredible, and a lot of people. Uh, they definitely surprised a lot of folks, not only here in South Texas, but frankly across the state and, and across the country. Here, this is a team that uh, didn't get a lot of respect. They didn't really have a lot of a chance, and uh, having a hire like this is huge for them. In fact, um, obviously, Frank's building for the future, and um, honestly, um, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if the two of them. Uh, stuck together for quite a while even um and and i'm gonna say this right now uh frank wilson is an sec caliber coach this guy can coach anywhere honestly i think uh san antonio is lucky to have him i think he's going to uh you know and i hate to say that it's just one of those things where it may happen where eventually he might move on someday i hope not i hope he's here for a long a long haul i hope he stays here for quite a while uh speaking of ncaa football here um this this just kind of came across the wire here. Old Miss announced uh, today they're self-imposing a one-year bowl ban for this year. Uh, they got eight new um, rules violations from the NCAA. So what's going to happen is um, this brings it up to 21 rules violations by uh, either the guys who are there now or the guys who have moved on. But can you imagine this? They're also cutting um, their... Um, scholarships for football so um you know this is this is you know you talk about these programs who try to self-police themselves um 11 scholarships is what they're giving up for the next couple of years here but um and 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 a bull ban and a bull and now i i ask you this mike rivera Mm -hmm. so they do 21 rules violations by current or former members of Ole Miss they they impose this ban upon themselves yes other than blowing out art briles 
what has Baylor done? You know, they got rid of Ken Starr. They got rid of Ken Starr. I don't see a whole lot of, you know, yeah, okay, new coach and supposedly a new culture. But they, they, they didn't. Self-impose a bowl ban. They didn't self-impose they any didn't scholarship reductions. Do a thing. So I, I wonder. You know, we talk about this all the time. Is the hammer going to drop? Is the NCAA hammer going to drop on the Baylor Bears for for all of the the football horrors that are documented and have com- been committed by football players upon women on and off that campus and. The coaching staff under Art Bryles, who seemed to have knowledge of this, I just wonder if there's an investigating committee that is now saying at the NCAA level, hey, look at these other schools like Ole Miss policing themselves. There wasn't any real policing going on at Baylor other than blowing out the coach, and you could argue with us and say, okay, that was a big move. Uh, But I wonder if a a big hammer is still to drop on Baylor after all of this horror we've experienced. Here's the thing. We look at Ole Miss. A lot of these violations that are coming out of Ole Miss have to do with either recruiting violations, uh, procedural violations here, um, and and as and you know money violations here. Did some of these players take money from uh, NFL scouts or you know stuff like that? Alums, well, alums. I mean, alums. this yeah. is this is nothing. If Ole Miss can sit here and self-impose bans on itself for stuff that's Piddly. I'm going to say the word piddly here. These, I mean, while Old Miss may see these as serious uh, uh, violations, and they are. They are in their own right. The idea of players getting um, swayed by money and, and recruiting deals, those are big things. That's one thing. But when you have a Division One Power 5 conference school at Baylor up the road with Pepper Hamilton reports here and allegations of stuff there and a new coach in a new program not related to any of it. I mean, we're talking about a new head, a new assistant coach here, who had nothing to do with the Art Brile staff. Get arrested for soliciting prostitution, and they do nothing. Now they That's did blow him out, though, didn't they? They they blew that. The, the guy yeah, who they, you know, they they did so blow him out. To their credit, and, and we I'll we give beat them the credit on of that. They they yeah. did blow themselves out. We beat on Baylor quite a bit, and we should as anybody but we, we should, should also but, underscore when they did something right. As soon as that guy was yeah, and I have, uh, arrested, I'll, they blew him. I'll out. give props to I'll give props to the new Baylor administration. They took care of that. I mean, they knew right away they had to take care of it. I mean, this is not one of the things where they were going to try to sweep it under the rug and call it a day. But the same with Pepper Hamilton. I mean, look at the names of people who got nailed on this. Obviously, Art Bryles, uh, his son, Kendall, Kenneth Starr. And, and here's the irony about this. Here's the irony with Kenneth Starr. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 
Kenneth Starr went after Bill Clinton for mm-hmm. Lewinsky, among other things. Yeah, This is a guy who's been down this road before, and he sees the same kind of allegations coming out of his own football program, and he chooses to do nothing. True. Shame. 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 Absolutely. Definitely a shame situation here. Okay, i got to ask you a question, Mike right. Rivera. Ask On away. this day in 1980... And, and you, you weren't born yet, right? I was or not. I was born in November. So see, you uh, weren't born about, yet. This was about, uh, let's see here, where are we at? We're, uh, maths. maths. Maths are not my friend. This is nine months before I was born. Okay. On this day in 1980, a, a big, 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 big thing happened in the world of sports. It was the miracle oh, on right. ice. The miracle on ice. Now, I wonder, now I was, you know, I, I, was in, I was at the Air Force Academy in college at the time. I remember watching it on TV. And it was a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Team USA Hockey defeated Russia in the Winter Olympics. I wonder if people today who were not born yet, because two things. One, it, you know, miracle on ice. What, what's the big miracle? Why was it a big deal? Because Russia was unbeatable at the time. They were. And it was at a time when we weren't sending pro athletes to play for Team USA. It was all collegiate athletes mm-hmm. playing for Team USA because at the time, if you were a pro athlete, that would violate the Olympic rules. Yet the Russians had all these, you know, 28-year-old, 32-year-old, amazingly talented hockey players. And then the other thing about 1980 was it was uh, still the Cold War. Yep. It was, we were uh, deep there, into it. It was an election year, and Ronald Reagan was about to defeat Jimmy Carter for the presidency, and Russia was the big, big, bad wolf. I mean, you may look at Vladimir Putin now in Russia and go, well, they're bad guys. He wasn't uh, as bad we as talking, We were talking nuclear weapons at the time. We were thought, talking about a Cold War that we thought could tip very, very badly at any moment. So that's why this was such a big win. But my question is, do you think young people who were not alive for that game itself have any idea how big it was on this day, this night in 1980? Probably not, but all I remember is uh, the big story about it is Al Michaels coming out saying, do you believe in miracles? Listen, let me break down the score here for this game. First period, both teams end up tied up. The Soviets take the lead in the second period, only to have the Americans come back in the third, net two more goals, finishing up 4-3 to three against the Russians in a crowd of 8,500 folks. At that Lake Placid, New York, I believe. was yeah. a game, yes, in Lake Placid, uh, New York. And, and prohibitive underdogs. I mean, just I mean, nobody that, that was, had when the, the Americans Texans figured took out. on the New England Patriots in the playoffs. It was like that. They were there was no way Team USA was going to beat. I'll Russia. even go above you on that. Not only was it that, but we were playing for pride. Yes, this is the sports buffet. Welcome back to the Sports Buffet. Rod Babers on vacation. So I'm Chris Duell holding down the fort along with Mike Rivera. You can tweet at us. I'm at Chris Duell. He's at Zoned Mike. You can dial us up on the phone lines if you want to talk right on the air with us. It's a beautiful thing. 877-366-LIVE. Numerically, that's 877-366-5483. And Mike, uh, Ezekiel Elliott... Almost got into some trouble over the weekend. His best friend, his BFF, 
uh, a guy who was listed in a 2015 Sports Illustrated article as being Ezekiel Elliott's best friend. His name is Alvarez Jackson. Mm -hmm. They were going into a nightclub over the weekend in Ohio. Of course, Ezekiel Elliott went to Ohio State, so that's his old stomping ground. There was security outside the nightclub. It was called the Park Street Patio Bar. So security starts patting these guys down, Ezekiel Elliott and Alvarez Jackson. And as they're patting down Alvarez Jackson, in his jacket, they discover a loaded Glock 9mm handgun inside a purse-like bag that was actually around his neck. Whoops. So Alvarez Jackson decides to run. He runs into the club and upstairs where he is eventually found by law enforcement officials and is arrested. Now, Ezekiel Elliott... Uh, was there talking with police. He was not arrested uh, and was not detained, and he was not accused of any wrongdoing. But when a dude is your best friend, and apparently people who go through Ezekiel Elliott's Instagram feed, apparently Alvarez Jackson, his bud with the Glock, is uh, featured quite prominently and frequently in photos on Zeke's Instagram feed. Uh, Got to be yeah. a little careful who you run with, and I, I mean, whatever you believe happened with Ray Lewis and and his dudes when the two guys were killed at that Super Bowl many many years ago. Uh, if if your best friend is packing heat and he gets a hot head all of a sudden at a nightclub, things can go bad real quickly. Okay, he, 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 this this story, this guy runs up into the bar. There's no way out if you run into a bar like that. They've a lot of these bars. If you ever go to these nightclubs, there's usually one way in, one way out. They got bouncers at the door. If you go in there and you're going to try to hide, no one's going to protect you. These people are looking around him, going, "Who is this crazy guy running around me?" The cops go, "Have you seen this guy?" Yeah, he's over there. He's over there hiding in the corner. Um, in fact, uh, in Texas, this is a state jail felony to have an alcohol. I mean, to have a, a firearm in a in a in a business that serves fifty one percent of its uh, mm. business as uh, alcohol. So I'm pretty sure the same thing's going on up there. I'm pretty sure it's a state fail, jail felony up there as well. What a dumb move! The only good thing about it is Ezekiel had his head on smart enough to say, you know what, I'm going to stay out here. I'm going to do whatever they ask me to do. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. And you know, I hate to say it, you know, it's it's your friend, but you know, what's more important there? You, know, you know, your your friend friendship's important, but when you have Jerry Jones watching your moves, but I would say this speaks to some poor judgment by Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, Obviously, who you keep Zeke around wasn't you. the guy with the gun. No. But it's your best friend and you're going clubbing with this guy who's packing heat and who clearly as evidenced by his running away from the moment when they discovered the gun and running up into the club who clearly doesn't make rational decisions in the heat of the moment. Uh, bad things could happen with this dude. I know your best friends. And, you know, they say this about some athletes. You grow up with certain guys from your neighborhood yep. who may be bad dudes, may not be bad nudes, bad dudes, but all of a sudden you become a multimillionaire, and along with Dak Prescott, you're now becoming the face of the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. organization, and you've been to the Pro Bowl, and all eyes are on you. We saw the thing with uh, Daryl Rivas uh, over the weekend where people went up to him, messed with him, all of a sudden two guys got knocked out. There's certain behavior and certain things you've got to avoid, including hot-headed best friends with a 9 millimeter Glock clubbing with you in the middle of the night in Ohio, perhaps, as you suggest, 
Mike committing felonies. This this is a bad look, man. The company you keep when you become an NFL player or an NBA player. Russell Westbrook said he has a couple of his friends who are in the from the ghetto with him who still hang out with him. But the company you keep says a lot about you. And if you want to roll around with the riffraff while you're soaring up fly, and if you're if you're soaring up high in the sky like an eagle and you have the riffraff under your claws up there with you, sooner or later, they're going to take you down. This is the Sports Buffet. Studios in Austin, Texas. I think I'm a brick on Bud Light today. This is the Sports Buffet. That was delicious. On Austin Sports Talk Leader, AM 1300 The Zone, and iHeartRadio Station. Now, your host, lifetime Longhorn and former NFL player, Rod Babers. Welcome back to the Sports Buffet. We are less than 24 hours away from the NBA trade deadline. Deals are happening. None of them are that earth-shaking. Although, I must say, the Rockets deal to get high-scoring guard Lou Williams yesterday from the Los Angeles Lakers. He is averaging career highs in scoring and rebounds. I'm Chris Duell. I am joined by Mike Rivera. You can dial us up on the phone line at 877-366-LIVE. That's 877-366-5483. Rod Baber's on vacation. He will be back on Monday. You can tweet us. You can tweet Rod as well. Somewhere in Mexico, who knows? It might get to his cell phone. It could happen. He is at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. Mm -hmm. I'm at Chris Duell. Mike is at Zoned Mike. Of course, the man making this show go from Austin this afternoon is DJLG. He's at DJLG210. And the man making the show go from San Antonio hates Twitter. He is Twitter hater Paul Kidwell. You're not going to find him on Twitter. One of the deals that went down today in the NBA, and these are the type of the names that we're seeing right now. Uh, Still not hearing anything about Carmelo Anthony, who has long been rumored as a guy the New York Knicks might move by the trade deadline. Today, the Washington Wizards, uh, they acquired small forward Bojan Bogdanovic from the Brooklyn Nets uh, in exchange for a lottery-protected first-round draft pick. Mm -hmm. And they also threw in Marcus Thornton and Andrew Nicholson, who I've never heard of. Uh, The Wizards also got Chris McCullough, in that deal. So no no huge earth-shaking names, but this is interesting. We mentioned this earlier after getting a pretty good player from the Lakers yesterday in Lou Williams. Uh the Houston Rockets do have their eye on Cleveland Cavaliers swingman Iman Shumpert. Now word is that the Cavs want Rockets guard Patrick Beverly in exchange for Iman Shumpert, but the Rockets don't want to give up Patrick Beverly. So Mike, we'll see how that plays out if they come up with some kind of an alternate deal but uh, a lot of times these NBA trades come in the final 24 hours and they come a little faster and more furious in the final 24 so this could be an interesting time between now and two o'clock tomorrow afternoon they come in hard they come in fast uh did you see um 
DeMarcus Cousins today? Listen to this story. Sure. I'm sure the New Orleans Pelicans are smiling just as much as DeMarcus Cousins was today when he got introduced. But I think the big thing uh, that he was talking about was um, Anthony Davis. He uh, He's pretty pumped about hanging out with Anthony Davis. He says, quote, I think our games complement each other. Um, being together, I think, is going to make both of our jobs easy, and I'm excited to have the opportunity. I think we can wreak havoc on this league. Will it happen overnight? Probably not, but the potential is scary, unquote. Listen you know, to that. Yeah, these two guys. Uh, and, respect and again, on my name. Yeah, both, uh, both Kentucky products, yep. uh, both top 15 NBA players. It suddenly makes the New Orleans Pelicans relevant and possibly, you know, they're, they're, they're out of the playoffs at the right, moment. They right. want to get an eight seed, and if you get the eight seed, of course, you'll be fed to the Golden State Warriors. But they're possibly, if it gels a little bit between now and playoff time, assuming they get the eight seed, uh, they, they, who knows? They could make a little bit of noise in the playoffs. No one would ever pick them to beat the Warriors or even the Spurs if they went up to the seventh seed. But uh, certainly they, they'd cause some trouble for somebody. Here's what it does. It creates a four-team. Uh, the West becomes four teams. It becomes Golden State Warriors, San Antonio Spurs, obviously. There's no question about those two teams. I still think the Rockets have a lot of relevance in the West. But adding these, adding uh, DeMarcus Cousins into the Pelicans definitely brings the Pelicans into that dance as well. And if, you you diminish the Clippers, so you don't, you don't include I don't, the Clippers. I in don't that top think four. I don't I don't I don't think the Clippers are gonna no. I I I still for some reason I still think their season's kind of a I I just don't I'm not a believer I'm not a believer in the Microsoft Clippers I'm sorry. Um, if they manage to get to the that eighth seed in the NBA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. In, in the West. Do they have to face Golden State? Yes. But the fact that they would even make the the seed, considering where they were at the beginning of the season, that no one gave them a chance, is uh, I think it's, that, 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 that says something right there and obviously gives them a lot of fuel for next year. Yeah, currently I'm looking at the standings in the Western Conference. 
Uh, Pelicans are now the the eight seed right now would be the Denver Nuggets. Yep. At twenty five and thirty one, Pelicans at twenty three and thirty four. They are two and a half behind the Nuggets, which ain't no big deal. You can make no, that up. You can make but that up pretty quick. They're also behind the Portland Trail Blazers and the Sacramento Kings, uh, who are also behind the Denver Nuggets. You talking about the Clippers for a second, Mike? Uh, they are thirty five and twenty one. They're four games back of the Rockets who are four games back of the Spurs, who are four games back of the Golden State Warriors. Interesting news for the Clippers. We learned today that Chris Paul, their point guard, who has been out uh, several weeks with injury, he is due back. He could play as early as tomorrow night as the Clippers are at Oracle Arena in Oakland taking on the Golden State Warriors. So not only might the Warriors see Chris Paul, but the Spurs, who play the Clippers Friday night at Staples Center in Los Angeles, might see Chris Paul as well. So you'd have your your Chris Paul and your Blake Griffin. Uh, That could be an interesting matchup for the Spurs. But I do love the fact that the Clippers are on a back-to-back and have to contend with the Warriors tomorrow night. I, I just I just don't know. maybe I have an in, maybe I have an irrational hatred of the Clippers I'm not sure why maybe that's what it is I Chris Paul being back definitely helps I don't know if it's enough to really do much for them other than kind of keep them at the status quo because I don't really see them getting ahead of San Antonio I definitely not going to catch up with Golden State but again I there's just something about the the Pelicans here I mean a big trade like that definitely puts a lot of energy in the players and on the bench in that team. Yeah, and Alvin Gentry, we talked a little bit about him yesterday, the head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, he His previous job before this one was an assistant coach to Steve Kerr with the Warriors. He was Kerr's number one assistant with the Warriors. He goes to New Orleans, so Luke Walton moves up a notch on the chair and becomes the number one assistant to Steve Kerr before mm-hmm. moving to the Lakers during this offseason. But a, a lot of heat, Alvin Gentry, and some of this I know, through Don Harris, who's a News 4 San Antonio sports director uh, of the NBC affiliate here in San Antonio. Don Harris's sister is married to Alvin Gentry. So we've kind of, not only that, but his Spurs connection. He spent some time in the Spurs organization as an assistant coach. So we've Mm -hmm. always kind of kept an eye on Alvin Gentry. Seems like wherever he's gone, and he was a head coach uh, at Phoenix with the Phoenix Suns and just wasn't given a fair shake there. And there are people already saying, man, the clock is ticking on Alvin Gentry. He needs to make this thing with Boogie Cousins and Anthony Davis work and work quickly or else they're going to go looking for another head coach. Alvin Gentry, a very good guy. I hope he finds a way to make it work in New Orleans with this new acquisition. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I think, I mean, for me, Cousins and Davis, I mean, the fact that these guys played together in the past, I think they can work. I think they work on their own without a lot of influence from him. I mean, obviously he's going to want to, watch what they're doing but i i really think the two of them alone can work together in fact uh davis was actually uh remarking a lot of the same sentiment towards uh demarcus cousins well you know he said quote actually we're going to go to dinner tonight since kentucky he came back and played when i was there we got close ever since i remember he was trying to teach me some moves when i was in college and he came down and played with us so um and throughout the course of the years, we've both been in the league. It's always fun going up against him, DeMarcus Cousins. Like I said, he's kind of like my big brother, and we just depend on each other. So that right there, when I hear um, when I hear uh, Davis saying stuff about like this, I'm like, I don't think Alvin Gentry is going to factor too much in what these two guys do with each other. Well, and, and a, an X factor, something to watch. John Calipari, the head coach at Kentucky, 
Now, he, year in, year out, he gets these one and dones at Kentucky uh, and sends them to the NBA, and they win, and they often go to the Final Four, mm-hmm. and sometimes they win. The interesting thing about John Calipari, and, and you, you look at a guy uh, who was an NBA coach at one time. John Calipari was the head coach of the New Jersey Nets from 1996 to 99. It didn't work out well. He was an assistant coach with the Philadelphia 76ers in the 99-2000 season. Here's a guy who's had a ton of success. He's done about everything you could do, first at Memphis and then at Kentucky ever since 2009. If he's looking for a new challenge uh, or if he's a guy who wants to prove that he can coach on the NBA level, what what better place to go with two, a, a core young talent yeah, of, of these players. two guys, DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis, who you know, who you recruited to Kentucky, who you coached very, very well, who already like you and have already called you coach. It's an interesting prospect if offered for John Calipari. Will he do it? Nobody knows, but something to keep an eye on. Do you leave the uh, world of the NCAA where you have to put up with rules, parents, and recruiting to go to the NBA and make more money? Hmm. But let's, let's but see, but, see but if you fail, and it, it's kind of for John Calipari, it's kind of a cush gig like yeah. Nick Satan at Alabama. Would Nick Satan ever leave Alabama? We heard no. people talking uh, about the Texas Longhorns at one point. Man, if they could lure Nick Saban, how cool would that be? He has it. He is set up for life to always get the best prospects and recruits in the SEC Indeed. and always have Alabama in contention. The the magic soup has al- also been discovered in basketball by John Calipari at Kentucky. So the question is, and I'm looking at his annual salary right now, is $8 million a year plus bonuses. So do you walk away from that and take a risk in the NBA? Maybe if you're a competitor and you want to prove you can win an NBA title, maybe you do. But I, I think like Nick Satan, it would take something very, very special to pry John Calipari away from his cushy college gig. Anything's possible. Anything is indeed possible. Coming up next in the Sports Buffet, um, (laughs) Julius Thomas gets traded by the Jags to go where? And uh, we'll go behind the burnt orange curtain because we've got a special award for a Longhorn uh, footballer. This is your Sports Buffet. Welcome back to the Sports Buffet, 519 on the Sports Buffet. Hope you're uh, listening along here on your free iHeartRadio app as well. A lot of cool new features that they're adding to the iHeartRadio app. Make sure you check it out. Um, Lifetime Longhorn, soon to be Lifetime Longhorn because uh, we'll see where he ends up in the NFL. Deontay Foreman, Chris got the 2016 Doak Walker Award, which uh, basically makes him the best running back in college football. Now, when they voted for this award, he had the um, he had the he led the nation with the yard. Listen, it's 2028 rushing yards in just 11 games. Uh, There's a couple of other Longhorns who won this. Ricky Williams, who uh, uh, Ricky Williams and uh, Cedric Benson have also uh, um, won this award in the past so big honor for uh, Deontay Foreman congratulations uh honestly I'd like to see where he ends up in the NFL there's some people who are speculating he might end up with the with Tampa Bay there's other speculations uh you know but you know we'll see what happens when the draft comes up which is by the way 
right around the corner. Can you believe that? Going to be very interesting. Yeah, usually, typically, uh, gosh, I, and I had the date here somewhere around April 21st, somewhere in there. Or yeah, the so end of we're, April. we're not that far off. And, you know, these these awards that come out to these players, it's great. It's, it's, it's a way for us to continue to talk football, my favorite sport. You know, it's, it's weird great... though. Most of those awards, you know, the Heisman and so many of the other, the Maxwell Award, mm-hmm. they, they come out at the end of the football season. Today is what the twenty second of February, right? And, you know, so it just seems weird to me. Yeah, you know, it, it it is a little odd that it comes out this late, but you know, any excuse I have here to talk uh, Longhorn football or even just football in general, hey, I'll take. Oh, yeah, we'll we'll talk football anyway, and of course, in the NFL. More and more speculation. You brought up Jimmy Garoppolo earlier. Yeah. You know, now that Jay Cutler is in the mix, the uh, Chicago Bears. Bears want to move him. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. Certainly, Romo, the Romo speculation is going to continue till something happens to Romo. But I keep telling people, you're probably not going to hear anything until after June 1st because if the Cowboys want to defer some of that cap hit, it's yep. a $19 million cap hit for the Cowboys if they release him. Either way, it's a $19 million cap hit, but if they release him after June 1st, they can put like $9 million of that roughly into next year and only take a $10 million cap hit this year and roughly a $9 million cap hit the next year. If they release Romo before June 1st, like today, it would be a full $19 million cap hit. I'm guessing the Cowboys are going to wait until June 1st to release him. And the reason I'm guessing they're going to release him is what we heard last week from Ed Werder and others who had sources close to Romo, and Romo is saying to those sources, supposedly, he fully expects to be released outright. So I'm I'm guessing, you know, when when Werder and Adam Schefter and those guys tweet about it and report about it, usually they've got pretty good sources. Well, uh, you know, Chris, I'd like to uh, try to hold on to Romo as long as I can and, uh, Relative to yeah, he, of course he's gonna try to hold on to him. I mean, anytime Jerry can save money, that's definitely his uh, his uh, game plan there. Um, another a lot of NFL news notes and nuggets going on today. Uh, Jags trade uh, Julius Thomas to the Dolphins. Uh, do you care? It's kind of a no name. Not really, but it Not gave really. you a chance to talk, talk more about football. football. <laughs> and then uh, Le'Veon Bell hurting his groin. Uh oh. I mean, okay. These are all interesting headlines. That How did he hurt his groin? I mean, I, did did he, someone kinda, massage him there? Or, uh, or yeah, I have a feeling Lindsey Vaughn was involved in it. Well, if, if, if it's a groin injury to a superstar athlete, uh, Lindsey Vaughn could be involved. Yeah. Uh, somebody needs to check on that. The Run good down news, that story for us. The good news is, I mean, he heard it back in the season. He doesn't need to have surgery. So I guess uh, you're right. Maybe Lindsey Vaughn got a hold of him. A couple and, of and if not, she could help uh, rehabilitate him. She could help, mm. you know. She's, she apparently is good at that. I wonder if people just tuning in who don't know that, that reference goes back, what, to Beyond the Summer? Where yeah. Lindsey Vaughn said yeah, she was, basically it was what, an award show with J.J. Watt. It was J.J. Watt, so... Mike, you know, and I want to get back to this Tony Romo. I want to, I want to get back to this Tony Romo thing here. Let's look at some of the teams that Tony Romo could end up with here. Uh, let's, I want to start off with the Broncos, Chris, and, and tell me what you think about this this year. He goes to the Broncos. The upside is even without Wade Phillips there, the Broncos defense is still pretty good. These guys, I mean, they still have to meet uh, Demarius Thomas. They have Emmanuel Sanders, and uh, Romo could uh, find himself. Uh, 
you know, a pretty good pair of uh, receivers there. So, um, and they're, they're, the, the big thing to me, they're a year removed from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. You so, know, one year ago, we were talking about the Super Bowl champion, Denver Broncos. Uh, a lot of that talent, certainly on the defensive side of the ball, and somewhat on the offensive side of the ball, is still there. I mean, look at look what they have there. They've they've got 562 catches. That's bad quarterback play. These, I mean, they're they're they need help. They need help at the QB position. The only problem I see with the Broncos here, they got no good starters. None of their starters on the O line are horrible. They um, would you even? I mean, that's the thing. If you don't have anybody there who can protect them, is even worth signing. Um, no, and, and and here's the deal. If it's going to be about protecting Romo, and that's a huge deal. If the Cowboys release Romo outright, I think a big part of his decision, and you know he's going to look at the Chicago Bears and the Denver Broncos and the Houston Texans, Buffalo Bills are in the mix, New York Jets are in the mix. I think his overriding consideration, number one, will be offensive line. Who can keep these big monsters off of me? And con- consideration number two, or 1A, will be who has the best chance for me to lead them to the Super Bowl. I, I think if-, if you add those two together, again, we've talked about this, the Houston Texans look like a very good landing spot for Tony Romo. A lot of people say the Houston Texans are just a good quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. Okay, so I'm glad you brought the Texans up. But here's one thing I want to... Um, last word on um, Denver. If Romo goes to Denver, if they find a way to make it work, you know what that makes John Elway? He's the old quarterback whisperer. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, what do we do with our old quarterback? Ah, oh, give him to John Elway. He'll figure out how to make it work. And the Texans now. Well, and, and Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. If you're Romo, maybe you, I think you factor that in. You, you look at Elway, and if you're Elway talking to Romo, you say, dude, I did this once before with Peyton Manning. I did it with Peyton Manning. I can and do it he's with able to say, I, you know, I think, I think those, and you know what? that last Super Bowl that John Elway won, I think he was 37. So Elway is able to say... I've been in your body at this age, and I had yet to have won a Super Bowl. Elway was in the same position. So Elway and Romo could be kindred spirits even more than Peyton Manning and Elway were because Peyton Manning had won a Super Bowl with the Colts. This this could be a match made in heaven. I mean, they were talking a lot. I mean, they have been caught talking to each other before, so it's a possibility. I'd like to see it. You know what? Denver may not be such a bad place for them. Texans, though. 
Career passing rating is 25 points and higher than Brock Osweiler posted last year, despite the fact that half of Romo's career came before all the player safety rules made it a safe option. So here's the thing. If they get J.J. Watt back, Romo-led um, offense definitely makes a Super Bowl contender out of Houston. I think you're right. That is their one quarterback away. They're one quarterback away from being a Super Bowl team. The big problem with the Texans, and we'll talk about it on the other side of the update here, they don't exactly have the money. I don't think they actually have the money, even with Brock Osweiler heading out. He's Chris Dool. I am at Zoned Mike. Yeah, that's right. I'm at Zoned Mike on in the Twitterverse. Um, coming up next, the update. This is your sports buffet. Welcome back to the Sports Buffet. 535 on the Sports Buffet. I'll tell you why Romo won't end up at the Texans. But first, the update. I say Romo will wind up at the Texans, but I'm interested to hear why you say he won't. Anyway, yeah. we'll get at that in a second. Seven games in the NCAA men's basketball top 25 tonight. Number 10, Duke at Syracuse. TCU at number 3, Kansas. Minnesota at number 24, Maryland. 22, Butler at number 2, Villanova. Providence is at number 23, Creighton. 7, Louisville at number 8, North Carolina. And finally, number 6, Oregon is at Cal. Uh, Greg Hardy, the guy who likes to hit women, former Dallas Cowboy, former Carolina Panther. Uh, He's going to hit and get hit by some big guys, apparently. He's continuing to train in hopes of an MMA fight. Now, we know he's going to play in the spring football league, which uh, gets underway in April. But uh, he uh, is being trained by Anderson Bigfoot Silva of MMA fame, and he is taking his training very seriously and hopes to have a bout MMA style very, very soon. And finally, Mike, this is a disgusting story, got even more disgusting today. Former Michigan State University doctor Larry Nasser, who specialized in training elite USA gymnasts, Today was charged with 22 additional counts of first-degree criminal conduct. Uh, These are 22 new counts involving seven different alleged victims. Five of these, get sicker, pertain to young ladies who were under the age of 13 at the time of the assault. Now, good news, Nasser is jailed Mm. without bond, so he's behind bars and can't get out. He's scheduled to stand trial on three other counts of sexual assault that was already before today. He also faces charges of possession of child pornography. Oh, and there are boy. civil suits from more than 30 complainants against him. And today, the Michigan Attorney General, Bill Shute, says that he absolutely expects even more charges to follow against oh, this dirt bag. Geez. Since the investigation began five months ago against Dr. Larry Nasser. University police say 81 people have contacted detectives to accuse the doctor of sexual assault. This is a bad dude based on uh, all of these accusations. Mike. They need to throw away the key. This guy has no business being out of, you know, again, innocent till proven guilty. But there's so many factors that are saying this guy is guilty. Mm. Throw away the key. My question is, do any of our current gymnasts who won gold 
recently have anything to do with this guy? You That's know my what? question. I mean, there it, was some there up was some until speculation. Five months ago, this guy was the elite trainer for Team USA Gymnastics. Whether or not you know they want to come out and accuse him or go public, I hate to say it, but I think the odds are good this dirtbag messed with There's, some of these ladies you saw in the most recent Olympics. There, you know, and 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 honest and, and obviously it's going to be too soon. These these girls are still riding off of fame that they've earned. They've worked hard to get where they're at. They've got the medals. They've they've done everything right that they needed to do. Honestly, I would not be surprised if they don't want to drag themselves into this because, you know, as many as he already has, but still there's got to be somebody there watching. There's got to be somebody there who knew something. There's got to be somebody who saw something. It, it's disgusting. This guy is deplorable. Obviously, he needs to have his uh, license revoked. Um, I mean, just you said 81? 81 or 86? Uh, 81, 81. Now, again, 81 people contacted detectives to accuse this doctor of assault. So, and even, so 81 people making allegations. Even if half of those, even if a quarter of those allegations are true, even a quarter at 81, that's still disgusting. That's Don't, insane. It, it's horrible. Yeah. Um, back and to why, the, why so many, you know, and we'll move on to, to happier topics, but earlier yeah. we're talking about Baylor and just the horrific crimes committed against women at Baylor. Here you've got these horrific crimes committed against women and little girls. Uh, allegedly by this Dr. Larry Nasser. My God, you know, here it is. You know, this is sports talk radio. We talk it about is. sports, and this is a big sports story, and we'll move on in a moment. But my God, some of the, the ugly things. I mean, you know, Greg Hardy was just in the news. What, what he did to that woman uh, we saw photos of. Just some ugly, horrible monsters out there doing horrible things to young ladies and to girls. It's, it's just god-awful. We think in Nasser, you know, makes me, it always brings up, you know, echoes of Jerry, of Gary, uh, Jerry Sandusky over at um, Penn State as well. You know, what did Joe Pa know and all that stuff. Too. And obviously Penn State paid the death penalty for that for a couple of years. But it brings up a bigger thing here in, in, in sports talk. You know, we go back into man talk here. We, 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 we kind of shy away from the sports talk here for a minute, and we get into man talk. We've got to treat each other with respect. We've got to be good to each other. You know, as crazy as the world is, you know, it's crazy out there. It's nuts out there. Things are happening today that happen so fast, it makes our heads spin. And when we have guys like this out there doing what they do, it makes it, it kind of makes you sit back and go, what on earth is going on? Is it easy to ignore the subject by talking about a, um, a great play? Yes, but I hate to say it, these are the topics in sports that we need to look at as a nation, not just because they're sports topics, because these are man topics as well. This could have happened outside the sports world. This could have happened at a high school here in, in, uh, in Central Texas. It could have happened, uh, it, could have, it can happen anywhere. This kind of stuff can happen everywhere. We've got to do a better job of educating people, you know, and taking care of each other and just looking out for signs that, you know, something may not necessarily be right. Well, and in this case, Mike, I'm sure this guy was someone you would trust. He, he was appointed well, where he was at. to be the trainer for U, Team USA Gymnastics. So, I, I mean, if you're a parent or, you know, worse, you're one of these young girls, you're thinking this is an authority figure. I'll trust him. Whatever he wants me to do is, is okay. So, I, I mean... So in addition to keeping your eyes out, 
I mean, you've sadly, you know, you've got to teach your kids. Listen, if anything unusual ever happens, you've got to tell me immediately. Yeah, and, and you know, and I, I'm sure some of these kids, you know, they didn't want to screw and up some, their some. dreams of being a, a, an Olympic athlete from Team USA. That was he probably he probably used fear. Uh, and to, sometimes that's part of it. Yeah, to keep some of these girls quiet. It's like you, you know, you be quiet or you're off the team. So, oh my God, it's just sick. It's horrible. And sometimes you may not necess- and sometimes they may not necessarily know what's going on is wrong. Yeah. Playing off the tees here, the Texans aren't going to exactly land Romo, Chris. I know you want it. I know you like want to it, see and it. I, I'm not as uh, certain. I, I know you're talking money and the ability of money the Texans may or may not have to do the deal. But I mean, because look at look at Croc here. They owe him 16 million guaranteed, whether true. he suits up or not. True. And you don't want to you don't want to sign a guy like Romo without a backup plan. I mean, Tom Savage is there, but. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think put, Tom Savage is your backup plan, or Brock Osweiler is your backup plan. You're right. You make a good point. For Romo to go to the Texans, Romo has to take less money he than does. he might get somewhere and he else. Want to do that. But if Romo determines the best two factors, the best offensive line, and the best chance to go to the Super Bowl are in Houston, not to mention the fact he now has another child on the way. He's got a wife, two, and another mm-hmm. child coming on the way, building a brand new house in the Dallas area, uh, working in Texas, coming home not now and then deal. on the weekends. I guess not the weekends because he's playing football. But uh, proximity for the family to come see him in Houston pretty easily. All of those perks together might make Houston a a desirable place for the Romo family. I'll say this, though. If he plays in Houston, you know what kind of firestorm that would make as far as rivalry goes with... uh with the Cowboys. I mean, we're talking yes. we're talking we're going back to the Love You Blue Earl Campbell days for a rivalry like that. And see, and I want to see it. You know, let's see that Super Bowl Dak versus Romo. My oh, god, it would be great. That would be great. Coming up next, we'll finish up the hour here. I've got some other ideas of where Tony Romo can land and uh we might touch on the NBA a little bit more. This is your Sports Buffet. Welcome back to the Sports Buffet as we count down the final hours to the NBA trade deadline. Is anything going to excite us, make us crazy, make our heads explode? Eh. Probably not. But, yeah, we didn't see DeMarcus Cousins coming to uh, New Orleans. That was interesting. Nobody saw that one coming. You could argue that the deal that sent high-scoring guard Lou Williams from the Lakers to the Rockets is kind of not big headlines, but I think it upgrades the Rockets. You are listening to the Sports Buffet. I'm Chris Duell along with Mike Rivera. You can tweet at us, and some people are, and we'll read your tweets on the air. I'm at Chris Duell in the Twitterverse. He's at Zoned Mike. If you miss Rod Babers, and I know you do, you can tweet your love to Rod somewhere vacationing in Mexico as we speak. He'll be back on Monday. His Twitter is at Rod Babers. You like the music. You like what you're hearing. Plus, he's just an all-around fun guy, and he's battling hard in that Mike Taylor celebrity death watch. I'm talking about DJLG on <laughs> at Twitter. He's at DJLG210. And speaking of numbers, you can dial us up between now and 7 o'clock. You want to talk sports live on the radio with us? 877-366-LIVE. Numerically, 877-366-5483. And, Mike, I agree. We're probably not going to get a blockbuster. Carmelo Anthony uh, was rumored by a lot of people to maybe being moved 
by the New York Knicks. But uh, typically, you don't see a lot of action. And certainly, I don't expect our beloved San Antonio Spurs to make any moves. But as I hear myself say that, just when you think you know what the Spurs are going to do, CIA pop and R.C. Buford might do something when you least expect it. So expect the unexpected. Yeah. Of course, and that's the thing. You never underestimate Pop, and you always trust in Pop. Yes. Um, at uh, Huerta Steve, Cowboys should keep Romo. We don't know Dak's two-year success. Remember RG3. Huh. Just saying. Hope Dak is great, no decline. You know what? I kind of agree with you. I hope Dak is the future of the franchise. I don't see why he's not. I mean, but then again, what happened this year was incredible. I mean, the fact that they made it as far as they did, but uh, they were out at the same time the Texans were in the first round. Does True. Dak do better next year? I hope so. I really do. And, uh, and barring any big changes off-field during, um, uh, during the offseason, I don't really see that happening. I think the Cowboys are definitely set up for another great run next year, Chris. As long as Ezekiel Elliott stops going into nightclubs yeah, with his BFF his who's dumb, packing dumb. heat with a 9mm Glock. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who could get Zeke in trouble? No, I agree, but it is a, a very good point. The sophomore slump is uh, something that happens in football. It happens in sports. It happens in college. It's something to keep an eye on. And I think Cowboy fans, I mean, that 13-3 and season was so amazing i think cowboy fans to say just right off the bat hey man they're gonna go 13 and 3 again and they're gonna have the best record in the nb in the nfc that's a tall order you know they may go 11 and 5 they may you know it may be somebody else maybe the atlanta falcons again uh it, it may be the seahawks back with the best record in the nfc i mean i hope to god it's the cowboys uh, Green Bay Packers, you saw what Aaron Rodgers did in right. the playoffs. If they surround him with complimentary parts in the offseason, the Packers always scare the heck out of me. So uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. But I think one of the deals for Romo, and we talk about it, Mike, Jerry Jones so loves Romo. If you keep Romo as a backup, you're still going into this season with Dak Prescott as your number one quarterback, unless you decided, hey, let's have an open competition. Romo asked for that last season during the season and did not receive it, so I don't think you're going to go back on that in training camp. Uh, I I think Jerry, and Jerry has said, I think Tony Romo is going to go to the Super Bowl for someone before his career is over. I think part of it is the man love and the fatherly love that Jerry Jones has for Tony Romo. He wants to give him the best opportunity to close out his career with a chance to go to the Super Bowl, and it looks more and more that chance is not in Dallas because they got a dude named Dak Prescott. I agree. In fact, the only thing that scares me about Dak Prescott, and I'm going to bring up Cam Newton in this. Cam Newton took took his team to go to the Super Bowl. Yep. What happened last year after that? They fell apart. They completely fell apart. Yeah. Nothing against against Cam Newton. Maybe he has a great season next year. He's a good he's a good quarterback. There's no doubt about that. He was able to take his team to the quarterback. But in his second year there, it was a total disaster. 
Does this happen with Dak Prescott? I hope not. I really hope not. I'll tell you uh, some of the teams I think that uh, Tony could also be uh, interested in. The Bears and the Chiefs. What do you Mm. say about that? Well, the Chiefs, close to what we talk about with Houston, with best chance to go to the Super Bowl. You know, Alex Smith, what what do the Chiefs do? Say, Alex Smith, you've been very good for us. You've gotten us a lot of wins. You've gotten us to the playoffs. Now move over for Tony Romo. That's an odd one. Bears just don't, I, I don't think, I don't think Romo's, going to be happy in Chicago because I think they're too far away from the Super Bowl. How about this? Lamar Hunt, who founded the Chiefs and the AFL, was from Dallas. Ooh. What kind of twist would we be looking at here if Romo took the franchise to his first AFC championship since another veteran QB they traded for, Joe Montana, did the same thing in 93? That's Ooh. food for thought. Uh-huh. Coming up next, the 6 o'clock hour on the Sports Buffet. Studios in Austin, Texas. I think I'm a brick on Bud Light today. This is the Sports Buffet. That was delicious. On Austin Sports Talk Leader, AM 1300 The Zone, and iHeartRadio Station. Now, your host, lifetime Longhorn and former NFL player, Rod Babers. Welcome back to the Sports Buffet for a hump day, a Wednesday edition of the Sports Buffet. I am at Mike Rivera. You can find me at Twitterverse. I'm at Mike Rivera. I'm Mike Rivera. You can find me at Twitterverse at Zoned Mike. He is Chris Dool at Chris Dool DJLG210. That's Lawrence spinning the ones and twos there behind the uh, microphone, behind the glass there. Um, lot to, we still got a lot to get into here. I want to finish up this uh, conversation, Chris, with the... Where Tony Romo's going to end up. We'll, we'll also look at this the, the NBA trade deadline. Honestly, we can look at it, but there's just really nothing there, is there? No, there's not. And, no. and I'm going to jump back to Romo for a moment because we just got a tweet from David Garza on Twitter. He says, Romo, no good in Kansas City because cold weather is Romo's kryptonite. Yeah. It, it is interesting. Over the years, David Garza makes a good point. Over the years, a lot of those cold weather games, Romo, I think not as good. It would be interesting if anybody tracked the statistics, but I think Romo plays better in warm weather or in a or in a domed arena. Myself. Well, here's the thing too. Look at the cap. Look at the cap hit you'd have to get for Tony Romo. It's sixteen point nine million dollars. That's that's not exactly chump change. Kansas City doesn't do that. They, you know, of course, they'd have to let go of everybody. They have to let go of Eric Berry. They'd have to get rid of Jamal Charles. Um, they'd have, look at the people they'd have to get rid of to, to do that. I mean, they released Nick Foles for crying out loud. So I don't think they've got the cap to do it. Plus, you're right, he doesn't play well in the cold. Again, though, uh, the whole Joe Montana twist there would be great. Yeah. Uh, what about the Bears? Look Possibly, at the Bears. See, I, I just don't see them as a playoff contender. And I think, especially if Romo is released, as most analysts now think that's the way this is going to go down. I don't, 
you know, if, if, if he's released, Romo has his choice. Romo's saying everything we're talking about right now. Do I go to Houston? Playoff potential. Do I go to Kansas City? Playoff potential. Do I go to the Jets? Eh, probably not playoff potential. Do I go to Buffalo? First of all, God help me, it's Buffalo. Uh, no one should same go thing with Cleveland. You'll never go to Cleveland. I mean, I think high on Romo's list, and this is why I think Houston's a possibility. Houston. I think high on Romo's list is getting to and winning a Super Bowl. I think he wants to prove his legacy because Romo's found out the hard way. When you're a Dallas Cowboy quarterback not named Roger Staubach or Troy Aikman, it is difficult. And if he's ever seen, and I've seen, I've told you about it, I've been to a, a party of Drew Pearson's where all these Cowboy alums are there, and Danny White was there. Statistically, Danny White was a damn good quarterback, and right. Drew Pearson will defend the hell out of him. Yes. But Danny White did not deliver a Super Bowl to the Cowboys. Everybody was flocking around former Cowboys, uh, Tony Dorsett, Drew Pearson. Uh, at the time, Robert Newhouse was still alive. Uh, nobody was hanging around. Danny White. It was weird and it was sad. And I yeah. think Romo understands the importance, as far as legacy goes, of getting to a Super Bowl. I, I think that's going to play big in his decision. And, and that's why I don't see him, at, le- at least from my perspective, I don't see the Chicago Bears as a team with a shot in the next few years of going to the Super Bowl. I mean, Romo's going to end up in the in the in the in the honor ring there. I mean, he'll he'll be up on the wall. Oh, Jerry's, yeah, Jerry's sure, going to put him course. there. I mean, his stats are undeniable. He did, but he's going to know in his heart he didn't deliver the goods. Exactly. And, and Cowboy fans are going to know that, and Cowboy fans are going to talk about that. So here's my speculation on how he can end up at the Bears. Follow me on this one. Yep. Obviously, Jay Cutler's done. Yeah. They're getting rid of him. Jay Cutler was done five years ago, but he just didn't know it yet. But yeah, I mean, you're right. the Bears make some sense here, at least. If you look at it from their perspective, their O-line gave up 28 sacks last year, so they're going to protect him. 5.2 yards per carry is what Jordan Howard did last last year. The line can protect Romo. He's fragile but the Bears line can protect him. If they were to get Ash, uh, Ashion Jeffy to resign, he'd be working with a great wide receiver and um, – Cameron Meredith and a tight end Zach Miller who'd be doing a great job for him there. So he'd have a better he'd have a better defense there than he could ever get in uh Houston. Well, not in Houston, but in Kansas City, obviously. Um and the fact that he played uh, college ball at Eastern Illinois. So he is known up in the market there. Yeah. Um why wouldn't it work? Mm, they've been shopping cutlers since mid January, but I don't I don't know, but uh, I, I don't think I don't think Romo's going to want to go play North. I agree with you. He's not going to want to play in Buffalo. He doesn't want to play in Chicago. I mean, both of those cities, great cities, but it is freezing up there. Yes, that's the and only thing. I, I I think the I think the Bears are not as out of the question as people think they'd be. And uh, look at the look at the fans there. I mean, the fans are definitely you know they definitely think about um um. Um, I mean, that's something Here's that the fans the thing would love. Here's the thing about the Bears. They have not really ever had a great quarterback, you know, like ever. Jim McMahon, you, you, maybe? What, what, you call him great? I don't think he was great. I, I think he was a functional quarterback, part of that 85 Bear team that got to the Super Bowl and won it. But I, I think that was the the monster defense. I think it was the uh, the Walter Payton running the ball. Mc, McMahon was not the driving force to lead the Bears to the Super Bowl. He no. was a he was a game manager. He made the plays he needed to make. But I, I don't I don't consider Jim McMahon a great quarterback. No, I mean, you look but, at all the Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. 
I, I don't put Jim McMahon in the great mode. So, no, uh, but they, I mean, even if you, if, even if I give you Jim McMahon, and I won't, because I don't think he is, uh, you, you can't name another great or even decent Chicago Bears quarterback. They have had nothing but bad luck at quarterbacks go, for decades. You have to go deep into the Bears' history to find a great quarterback, Sid. Luckman. Okay, Sid. I will, I will grant you, Sid. Luckman. You have to go deep. There were dinosaurs about roaming the, 19... the earth when Sid Luckman. I mean, this is this is before you know. This is before uh, you know. Uh, the Lord Almighty said, "Let there be light." This is how long ago this happened. Um, but then again, a guy like Tony Romo comes in there, saves the franchise. The Bears put him in that Hall of Honor as the greatest thing that ever happened to the team. He could did, easily did, be did the Minnesota great... do that with Brett Favre. I mean, yeah. it would be similar. I, what I'm wondering, even if they he, he be took a, them to the Super Bowl, I, I'm not sure. I, think, I, I guess if you took them to the Super Bowl, yeah, because you I haven't think, been there since '85. So Romo could have that potential with the Bears. I don't I, think it's I'm as far fetched, but I, I think the only thing stopping that from happening is Romo himself would rather not go north. Yeah, I mean, and, and then of course you brought the teams that would never happen: the Jets. I mean, he's definitely not going to go to the 49ers. Um, and, you know, the Browns, he would never go to the Browns. I mean, again, these are cities that are up north, and he's not going to go on the team that's rebuilding because the thing is, even if he were to go up there, the Browns never seem to have their stuff together. They're it doesn't horrible. matter who it is. They, they're they they're the Browns. Yeah. Or the Rams. Oh, goodness gracious. The Rams? Can you imagine him at the Rams? Now, no. the upside of that. Now, now, Jared Goff is the future, uh, but... You know, you're trying to sell tickets in L.A. You got a new coach. You blew out Jeff Fisher. It is L.A., so it's Hollywood. You need storylines and you need star talent to sell season tickets in what is currently the L.A. Coliseum until they move into that other stadium. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're the ownership of the Rams, Tony Romo looks pretty damn good to you if you can talk uh, him into it. I mean, you can bring uh, Tony Romo uh, Tony Romo over, but uh, Sean McVay is going to play golf. I'm sorry. I mean, Goff is the player. I mean, yes, Tony Romo will get people in the seats, but I don't necessarily know that he's going to be their first quarterback. I don't know. That's just me. I'm saying he's going to Houston. Mark my words. Gringo Damos. Gringo Damos says that he's going to Houston. Okay. You know what? We'll mark it. Let's see here. There you have it. Wednesday, February 22nd, Chris Duell says that Tony Romo is going to the Texans. Of course, you can tell us where you think he's going. Hit us up on Twitter at SportsBuffet1, the number one. Uh, Chris Duell in the Twitterverse is at Chris Duell. I am at Zoned Mike. Um uh oh, Hutch is is Hutch is a Chicago guy. Hutch works with Hutch us is probably quite a bit. Hutch says, at me. "Don't count out Chicago. That offensive line is starting to gel, and they have and a good running game." And that's what I just said. I think that the offensive line would be able to protect him. Um, but again, I mean, uh, it's Chicago. I mean, there's he is, nothing... a, I, he is a great upgrade from Cutler. You're going yeah, from Cutler to Romo. That's he's a an great upgrade. upgrade. But I think the only thing stopping that would be Tony Romo himself saying it's too cold up there. But uh, yeah. Hutch, I mean, that's what I was saying. I think the, I think Chicago's offensive line could definitely take care of him. I mean, they didn't allow that many sacks again. Uh, but no, was... didn't you say tw- you said 28 sacks last year, right? Yeah, let me let me okay. pull up the numbers here. Okay. Had... Oh, I'm just asking you, and if that's a low number, that's fine. Imagine. 28 times this coming season, Tony Romo as a Chicago Bear being sacked. I mean, on each and every sack, oh, wherever it wouldn't he even goes. Be 28, it'd be Houston, the first. Yeah, each and every sack, wherever he goes. 
and I, I can't do the Holmes High School math, 16 into 28, how many per game that is, but it's, it's less than two because two would be 32 sacks. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So this is less than two sacks per game, but... Uh, you know, one, whatever, 1.7 sacks per game, you are going to be on needles and pins and you are going to be gnashing your teeth, praying to God Tony Romo doesn't break in half every time he's sacked. Not to mention hits. I mean, those sacks, you're, you're also going to get hit a number of times when you release the ball when it's not a sack. And, hate to say it, but if I'm a defensive coordinator and Tony Romo's on the other side of the ball, Take I'm out saying, Romo. hit that guy. Take out hit Romo. I mean, Let's test that back. Not when he that, releases that ball, hit him. Not that it's legal to do that in the NFL, but we all know that's what's on their mind. What get they Romo. Do. Get Romo. Carlos Garza on Twitter at Chuckamus Prime says... Romo to the Vikings would be a good fit. <laughs> Bradford as a backup. You know, okay, we, yeah. we, did, we did see uh, the Vikings are going to be in uh, quarterback hell for uh, another year or two until Teddy Bridgewater. They're saying Teddy Bridgewater won't be back for at least another calendar year. No. What Carlos Garza is saying, uh, Garcia, excuse me, Chuck him as prime. Um, they spent all that money, though, on Bradford and a first-round draft pick. That's what makes it unlikely. But it, philosophically, it's not a bad idea. Wow. <laughs> the Vikings. Again, I just don't – I'm with you, Chris. I don't know if he can uh, – I don't know if he can uh, head that far north. We'll see. Coming up next, more of the Sports Buffet. Welcome back to the Sports Buffet. Rod Babers on vacation till Monday. He'll be back on Monday. I'm Chris Duell along with Mike Rivera. You can tweet at us on the Twitter verse, the Twitter realm, the Twitter world. Uh, Paul Kidwell, who works down here with us, hates Twitter. He's not even he was on Twitter and he quit. So you can't find Paul, but you can find me at Chris Duell. Mike is at Zoned Mike. DJ LG, making the show go from Austin at DJ LG. You can dial us up on the phone lines, 877-366-LIVE. That's 877-366-5483. Mike, I said we're probably not going to see anything that big between now and the NBA trade deadline tomorrow at 2 o'clock. I may have lied because USA Today reporter Sam Amick, or Amick, uh, is saying that Magic Johnson wants to make another move. Oh, he does shipped he? Out, yeah, he shipped out high-scoring guard Lou Williams to Houston last night in exchange for swingman Corey Brewer. Apparently, he is targeting all-star Paul George of the Indiana Pacers. Now, yep. Paul George, his contract runs out in 2018, and word is he wants to go to L.A. when he's a free agent. Apparently, Magic maybe wants to start that process a little earlier, according to multiple sources, including Sam Amick of the USA Today and Mark Medina of the LA Daily News, uh, Paul George uh, is part of the negotiations right now between Team Lakers and Magic Johnson. 
and the Indiana Pacers. If Magic pulls that one off before 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, uh, man, we will know that uh, times have changed in L.A. and Magic is trying to make moves quickly. That would be very interesting. I think the other big story here, too, is uh, we're they're kind of watching um, the whole Derrick Rose uh, thing, too, with the um, – with the with um, having him get back together with uh, Tom Thibodeau over at the Timberwolves, huh. that might be kind of interesting too. And a lot of that has to go on the whole Carmelo Anthony thing too, because uh, I I think the I think what's going to happen is they're going to try to trade Rose for uh, Rubio, um, which would put him back there with uh, Thibodeau. But I I think the big story is everyone wants to see what's going to happen with Carmelo Anthony, and that's going to come at the fifty ninth minute, fifty ninth second before the deadline. Yes, and we will know that before we go to air tomorrow at 4. Again, that trade yes. deadline, 2 o'clock tomorrow. I think Derrick Rose, I, I think he's done. Uh, there, really? there was a time in Chicago when I, he did win the MVP, had a lot of those knee injuries, but I, I think he's lost his I think he's lost his juice, his sizzle, his desire, his fire for the game. You know, there was this time earlier in the year when he just disappeared from the Knicks. He disappeared and wound up going home to Chicago uh, to have a conversation with his mom. I think he's turned into a bit of a head case. I think he's turned into a bit of a problem child. I think his skills are diminishing. Uh, You know, maybe Tom Thibodeau can resurrect something out of him in Minnesota. I I think the Knicks would be thrilled to get rid of him, ship him out, and get something. Uh, Ricky Rubio, though, I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't See, water my eyes at all either. No, in fact, the, the I mean the big thing is he still has two. He has twenty nine million bucks on his contract left. So I mean, uh, that's that's a lot to get. Uh, that's a lot of money to deal with there. And uh, yeah, I mean Rose has just. I mean, I mean, look at all the injuries he has. Okay, How constantly. Uh, he's yeah. He's, he's always prone. Hurt. He's yeah. always hurt. So. Uh, again, yeah, you know what? There's just not really a lot of excitement in this year's NBA. I mean, it's just, just, it's just not there. I'm more interested in watching what's going to happen with uh, Mello. But again, yeah, you're right. We're probably not going to know until tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, unless anything pops tonight. Uh, again, NBA gets back into action tomorrow. And yes. uh, a game I'm definitely going to watch on TNT for a number of reasons. The L.A. Clippers uh, tomorrow night will be at the Golden State Warriors. That'll be a late one uh, at 9.30 tomorrow night. Now, the Spurs play those Clippers the next night. So Clippers are going to be on a back-to-back, and we've been hearing uh, during the sports updates at the top of the hour, Chris Paul, Clippers point guard, medically cleared to play. He's expected to play tomorrow night against the Warriors. But uh, I know the Spurs and Greg Popovich will be watching that game. They'll be scouting the Clippers, who they play the next night. The first game, you mentioned Carmelo, Mike. The first right. game of that TNT doubleheader tomorrow night going to be a fun one. New York Knicks at the Cleveland Cavaliers. So you get a little LeBron action. If Melo stays in New York, you get a little Carmelo going on. And, of course, Carmelo was rumored. It's unlikely but not dead yet till 2 o'clock tomorrow. To be, you know, there, there were these Kevin Love for Carmelo Rumors that you know mm-hmm. Mello wants to play with LeBron and LeBron wants to play with Mello and LeBron, with all of his grumbling lately, you know is is quite vocal that the Cavs need something more and you got to wonder if if LeBron is kind of trying to behind the scenes with the power he does have in that franchise is trying to orchestrate a trade. But Carmelo again though, 
along the same lines of a Derrick Rose. I think he's got a lot more talent and upside than a Derrick Rose, but I, I don't think Carmelo's a winner. I think as we've, as we've looked where he's been throughout his career, I don't think bringing Carmelo Anthony to your team enhances championship or playoff culture one iota. I, I think everywhere Carmelo's no. been, it's been underwhelming playoff-wise and winning-wise for him. Well, and how much money are they going to – I mean, if he, if he were to hypothetically go to the Cavs, how much is it going to cost them? Can they afford it? Well, if you're the Cavs – I mean, they're going to uh, – No, here's what I – if I'm the owner of the Cavs, I say whatever – I mean, if you whatever want Whatever LeBron it, wants. Yeah, because luxury tax you, – you are in a, a magical position for the next few years with the Cavs. And remember, LeBron has a lot of wear and tear on his body. Uh, he younger. One of those guys didn't go to college, so he's been playing the 82-game schedule plus playoffs since he was college-aged. Mm-hmm. He's playing more minutes now uh, than he should be playing. So this LeBron era, we talk about the Greg Popovich, Tim Duncan era, this LeBron James era in Cleveland is going to go away sooner than anybody thinks. If I'm ownership right. and they believe, truly believe Carmelo would enhance their chances to win a championship, I am paying luxury tax. I don't care. I, I would fork over this money now because the upside is if you are going back to the NBA Finals and if you are going to be a champion, you're going to make so much money in merchandising uh, and, and in everything Cavaliers right. I, I think you got to get while the getting's good. And for the Cavaliers, the getting is good right now. So you're saying this is like space balls here. It'll be like a merchandising, merchandising. Merchandising, yes. where the real money of the movie is made, and you know what? I agree. Mello over there. I mean, yeah, they're obviously a spaceballs gonna... reference. By yeah, the way, I got to give that. you kudos. You give me a first spaceballs right reference on the sports buffet that I'm aware of. I mean, you got to give Mello. I mean, yeah, you're going to have to go through your income tax. I mean, luxury tax to pay for Mello, or yeah. maybe some income tax. You know, April fifteenth yeah, is coming. That too. You know, yeah. you know, it comes to or it, it it comes too soon every year. It seems to come faster and faster every year. Um Mello going over there would be great. Uh, does it get them into the finals? Maybe. I mean, but in that Eastern Conference, I think. Yeah, it'll definitely you know, get them. I, I, I think you got to get banged up if you're the Cavs not to go to the finals. I just, I, I don't know. I again, we'll find out tomorrow. I mean, it's going to happen. Why we sleep? Mm-hmm. If it, if it doesn't happen now, I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't happened now yet. Oh well. Coming up next, the update. With Chris Dole, we'll uh, tackle a little bit more of the uh, NBA uh, draft um, and a couple of other things, too. You can always hit us up, 877-366-5483. He is at Chris Dole in the Twitterverse. I'm at Zone Mike. You can hit us up on the Sports Buffet at Sports Buffet 1, the number one. This is your Sports Buffet. Welcome back to the Sports Buffet. Lots of the NBA trade deadline there. Congratulations to uh, Deontay Foreman, too, for winning the Doke Walker Award there. Hook him. Uh, one man who's always an award winner in our book, our own Chris Dool at the Sports Desk. You're too kind. Nice segue. Thanks so much. <laughs> Seven games in the NCAA men's basketball top 25 tonight. Two of them are underway. Late first quarter, number 10 Duke is leading Syracuse 28-20. Uh, 6.50 to go in the first quarter 
uh, at number three, Kansas. They trail TCU 22-18. TCU would love the upset there, of course. Later tonight, Minnesota at number 24, Maryland. 22, Butler at number two, Villanova. Providence at number 23, Creighton. Number seven, Louisville at number eight, North Carolina. And finally, number six, Oregon is at Cal. As Mike mentioned, we are counting down to the NBA trade deadline. It is 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Will Paul George go from the Pacers to the Lakers? That's one of the rumors. Uh, No uh, big ones to report today. There are a couple of minor trades, uh, none worth mentioning right now. But finally, kind of an odd story. Uh, uh, The king of the Internet met Satan, apparently. Mark Zuckerberg, the creator of Facebook, and his wife Priscilla Chan, uh, went to Tuscaloosa, Alabama yesterday, and he posted photos on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Zuckerberg and his wife sat down and met with Nick Satan uh, of the University of Alabama. He wanted to talk with him about organization building, what it takes to build the best football organization in the country. Then Zuckerberg and his wife met with players from Alabama to learn more about communities, the importance of forming communities to get things done, whether it's a football team, these are Zuckerberg's words, schools, churches, teams. It's clear that the folks in Alabama uh, have college football as an important part of their community. Apparently, Zuckerberg and his wife are going on a tour of all 50 states, kind of a fact-finding mission to learn more about the people and the cultures of those states. So maybe they're going alphabetically. Maybe Alabama was uh, early on their list. But that just seems a kind of a weird meeting of the minds, Zuckerberg and Nick Saban yesterday. Mike. It's an interesting story you bring that up because actually, believe it or not, Mark Zuckerberg was here in Austin a couple of weeks back with one of the uh, larger uh, – there's actually a, a group here called Keep Austin Fishing. We talk, we talk about them on the Great Outdoors on Saturday morning uh, here and on WAI. And uh, he actually met with that group as well too. Uh, you know, it's a fishing group. So, I mean, he, wow. you know, he got some fishing tips from them. And this is kind of one of those stories where Facebook, you know – it's one of those websites that just brings everybody together from all different kinds of walks of life. I mean, if you want to talk fishing, there's groups for this. If you want to talk about football, there's groups for that. I mean, Zuckerberg clearly has an interest in staying relevant, and uh, talking with the people who are making news is definitely uh, something that he should do. I'm not surprised he's talking with Nick Saban. Um, obviously, Nick Saban's a newsmaker. Whether uh, you love him or hate him, uh, he definitely is a newsmaker. I'll bet you he's never used Facebook a day in his life. He probably hasn't, but if you step back and look at this, and again, I think this is part of the the genius of Mark Zuckerberg, what is the biggest phenomenon in the state of Alabama? It's football. It's Alabama yeah, Crimson else. Tide. It's football. It, it, they, that, there's, there's nothing bigger in the state of Alabama. So if, obviously, Mark Zuckerberg wants Facebook to be the biggest thing it already is. It's the biggest thing on the Internet. See, if he can tap into whatever makes Alabama Crimson Tide football a religion and kind of a cult of sorts for the people from Alabama, if he can tap into that and learn a few more things that maybe he can apply to Facebook, yeah, this is this is him just trying to gain more knowledge. And I, I don't, as much as I'm not a big fan of Nick Saban or Alabama, I, I can kind of see where Zuckerberg is going on this. He, the man definitely has a plan. Um I mean, when you're when you have, I mean, the, the guy's filthy rich. I mean, for him, it's money well spent. He figures out ways to help grow the company, and that's what it is. I mean, he's he's an entrepreneur. You gotta give him credit. He's growing his company. Uh, Nick Saban. I don't know. Maybe Nick. Maybe Nick Saban's uh, next career will be in uh, computer marketing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
Fat chance. Whatever. That's never going to happen. Uh, did you hear this? Um, did you hear this story about Kevin Garnett? The AAU has ruined our league. Now I saw that story, but I didn't click on it. Tell me about it. He uh, sat down with uh, former Boston Celtics great Kevin McHale for an in-depth interview on NBA TV. I, I got I got to go and watch the rest of this here, but uh, he said um, he wasn't. He's not a big fan of the AAU. Huh. He says it ruins the league. I, I want to find out exactly why. He wasn't really in-depth on it. He didn't really go too in-depth on it, but he said uh, the AU is destroying the NBA. I don't see it. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily see it. Now, I, I would say it's destroying college basketball. I, I think the one-and-dones are kind of destroying college basketball. You've got the AAU teams, and you've got these super teams. And, and interestingly, you know, in San Antonio, there's a high school called St. Anthony's High School, and they, they got this, I, I'm forgetting what country he's from, but uh, this huge, like, you know, seven-foot guy. And he was ruled ineligible by TAPS, by the league that St. Anthony was playing in. So St. Anthony, rather than uh, disqualify this guy, who and they were winning all their games because they've got this monster like seven It's like having Kevin Garnett play for your high school, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But he's one of these AAU-type guys who's going to go to the college of his choice and maybe go to Kentucky, be a one-and-done, and go to the NBA. So I, I think these super teams in high school sports, you could argue if you're just a regular school, uh, you could say it's ruining the high school experience because it's not real because you're really just kind of bringing kids from other, even, not only from all around the country to form a super team, but from other countries in the world to form a super team. And then you have like what's going on at Kentucky with the one and Duns and two of those guys now in New Orleans in Demarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis in the, in the pro league. So I mean, I don't, I, I don't see it. You know, they're they're going to the NBA quicker. That maybe that's his argument is that these guys with the one and Duns are coming to the NBA and they're less experienced, not having four years of college like it used to be. But wasn't Kevin Garnett? A guy who came into the league at age 19 without college as well? Yeah, it's kind of funny. He's kind of biting the hand that feeds him. I mean, here's the quote. Our league is now at a point where you have to teach more than anything. AAU has killed our league. I hate to even say this, but it's real. From the perspective that these kids are not being taught anything. They have intentions and they want things, but the way they see it is not how our league works. You earn everything in this league. You're not entitled to anything, and it's more entitlement than everything. You know what? You know who else wasn't a big fan of this thing? It was uh, Kobe Bryant. I mean, Kobe Bryant was on the record saying it's stupid. doesn't teach our kids anything how to play the game at all. So if you wind up having players that are big and they bring it all up, they do this fancy garbage, and they don't know how to post, they don't know the fundamental of the game. It's stupid. But you know what's funny? Both of these guys uh, came right out of high yeah. school, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they, 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 didn't, they didn't go through the college route. So um, I'm wondering, is this – uh, him mouthing off on the AU, or are they just kind of both buying the hands that feed him? And they're grumpy old men now. Get yeah, off that's my part lawn. part of it, too. Get off yeah, my you, lawn. Yeah, you get a little grumpy after a certain age, and you, you whine and complain, like I do. I mean, the, I mean, he's saying that these guys who are coming out of Europe are way more skillful. And you know what? I'll agree. There's a reason why Coach Pop likes going over to Europe. Yeah. These guys have great attitudes. They don't feel like they're entitled to anything. They want to play the game. Wait a minute. That could be a thing. That could definitely be a thing. Chris, what do you think? I think absolutely. Two things about the Spurs, and I know we're up against a break. Number one, Davis Bertans, uh, Spurs rookie, 27-year-old rookie, but you're right. Got all that experience. He he was a a draft and stash guy for the Spurs. But interestingly, they get DeJounte Murray, who was 19 when the Spurs drafted him this year uh, out of Washington, and he, he has the best attitude. His attitude is nothing like 
what you're hearing Kevin Garnett and Kobe Bryant describe of some of these young athletes. Uh, mm. The Spurs, just like Kawhi Leonard, the Spurs find the guys who can be a Spur. I've heard P.J. Carlissimo say the first question they would ask in the Spurs war room when they were going to draft or acquire a player is, is he a Spur? And clearly... Uh, DeJounte Murray, who is now 20, was drafted at 19, is a spur, young mm-hmm. guy, willing to learn. And Davis Bertans has a lot of the fundamentals, still willing to learn. He's a spur as well. Spurs uh, always make the right call, man. They do the right thing. Mm. Coming up, I've got some weird stories here for you. I'm not going to call them freaky tales, but they're definitely up there. This is the Sports Buffet. Final segment of the Sports Buffet. I'm Chris Duell, joined by Mike Rivera. Rod Baber's on vacation. He will be back on Monday. Lots to talk about in this segment. I know in a moment, uh, Mike's got not quite freaky tales, but I some think unusual we're just about to, I think we're at, I think we're at to talk freaky about. Ta- but before we go there, yep. a big story today from NASA about a major discovery of seven Earth-like planets Uh, relatively in our own galactic backyard. These seven Earth-like planets orbit a star called TRAPPIST-1 40 light years away. Now, you might say 40 light years, that's a long way away. In uh, cosmic terms, uh, these are our neighbors. And three of these uh, planets, Mike, they're in something that they call the sweet zone that they think could be just right for water and life. And they are uh, studying these planets more. But uh, it was a major, major announcement today by NASA that these planets exist. And uh, they, they're not saying they're confident yet, but they say that there's a good possibility that life could exist on one or more of these planets. We're talking about the Goldilocks zone here. That's kind of neat yes. that they would find three in the Goldilocks zone 40 light years away. You know, you're right. That's in our backyard. Uh, can we travel there today? No. It takes us forever to get there. But... Honestly, I think we're on the verge of an age where, you know, the technology will definitely catch up with us. I mean, I think we can, in our lifetime, we're going to see our kids go to Mars. We're going to see. Uh, I good I, luck with that, by the way. I think I think it I, I think it can happen. I yeah. think I think you know, if you want to go out there and you know step foot on another planet, that's great. You know, let's find a way to do it. Let's put aside all the stuff that's going on in the world and let's find a way to get off of this rock let's find a way to reach above let's go beyond you know i'm kind of going into the carl sagan territory here but let's just get out of here let's go see what's out there why not you know what's holding us back i mean yes there's money involved but you know what we always find a way to have some of the best engineering miracles here in the united states let's do it well and if you look at the history of asteroid strikes we got to uh, get out of here. And look no further than the moon to see impact craters uh, that accumulate over time. Yeah, I, I mean, for the for the species, a uh, an exit strategy just to keep the species going on another celestial body is, is probably a good idea for the species to live. But now we'll, we shall see. Mars isn't exactly the best place for in, for us to end up either. In fact, one no. of its moons is on a collision course. It's getting pulled down. It's it, it's it's in a it's in a downward project trajectory. When it hits, it's probably not going to be a good thing. But that's another couple of several million years into the future. So, I'll tell you what, let's hit the freaky tales. These are the tales, the freaky tales. These are the tales that I we'll get Lawrence so in here. Well. All right, gentlemen. How many of you guys? Uh, I mean. 
Everybody here can say that they like pizza, right? Who's with yes. me on this one? I'm with you. Okay, Chris, what, what do you like to have on your pizza? When you order your pie, what do you prefer on that? I get uh, extra cheese. I get pepperoni, All mushrooms, right. and sliced tomatoes on my pizza. Oh, that's good. Lawrence, what about you? Dude, I'm a classic guy. I like pepperoni. Just plain pepperoni, but I always, always go for extra sauce. Oh, you know what? Extra sauce is something. that you, Sometimes the sauce is what makes the pizza. Well, if you're in Iceland... Pineapple may not be an option for you anymore. Yes, President Johansson says that if he could, he'd pass a law banning pineapple from being used as a pizza topping in his country. He made these comments to a group of high school students in the town of Akuri. Um, I'm going to butcher the name on that, according to an Icelandic magazine. Uh, he says the uh, the um, the topping is cheesy. He didn't um, you know he didn't waste any time mincing his words on it. He's not a big fan of it. Um, Pineapple on pizza, gentlemen, with ham, I think it's great. I mean, there's a reason why they call it Hawaiian pizza, but apparently in Iceland, it is not your number one choice. Okay, how many of you guys use emojis in your texts? Uh, Yeah, I do. You use them all the time? How about you, uh, LG? Yeah, I do. Okay, so as busy as they are at the state capitol here in Austin, um, they uh, made sure that they uh, made uh, an important topic uh, known here. Tom Oliverson, a Republican out of, um, I forgot what city it's in, whatever. Apparently, he's upset that a lot of folks are using the Chilean flag as an an emoji for Texas. I mean, the flags are very similar. The big difference is the Chilean flag, the field of blue, doesn't extend all the way down to the bottom like it does in in, 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 uh, Texas. Uh, part of its problem is what the colors stand for. You know, it's, it's a nice flag, he says, but um, he doesn't want us to use it anymore because he thinks that we should be using the Texas state flag. Okay, here's the problem. The dude needs to spend more time on policy. I'm just I mean, saying. He's got uh, way the, too much time on If this is what we're hands. looking at here as far as policy goes, you know, official. come on. We got, a, we got a bathroom bill that's drawing more attention. This is obviously something that's like, come on, dude, get real. Let's find something else here to uh, talk about. Um, horse balls. Huh? It's like, Mike, what? You, you, did you say horse balls? Okay. Listen to this story. Two women are accused of trying to sneak 13 pounds of horse test, uh, testicles into the United States. Uh, apparently, um, this is not something that, um, customs and, uh, border, uh, uh, customs and border protection are really, uh, fond of. They actually grabbed 13 pounds from a group of women who were traveling into Washington Dulles um, that was only part of the package here listen to Elsa they had 42 pounds of horse meat and 3 liters of yak milk where do we even begin with this thing uh, what do you do with horse um, balls I mean do they cook them I mean, it's, it's pro- obviously it's prohibited from uh, being eaten here in the United States but what are you going to do with this stuff Come on. Did the, did the story have any speculation about what their motive was? Um, not sure, but uh, the biggest thing that they were worried about was, um, agri- I mean, they were just trying to smuggle them in. We're just trying to smuggle in these balls here. Come on. I mean, right, what that, are we doing that wrong? That qualifies as a freaky tale. That is I will, definitely I will give you a, a freaky, freaky tale, tale on that one. And yeah. finally, gentlemen... Here's one for the ages here. Uh, you know, we've heard of maternity leave. In fact, they are now talking about maternity leave. What about new puppy leave? How about that? 
A uh, Scotland-based brewery called BrewDog is now providing a week of paid time off for workers who adopt new puppies or rescue dogs. Uh, we know only too well that having a new arrival, whether a mewling pup or an unsettled rescue dog, can be stressful for a human and a hound or both. So here we are becoming the first in the industry to give our staff a working week's leave on us to help settle a new furry family member into their home. Gentlemen, your thoughts on this? Uh, ridiculous. I, I, find, I mean, if you're in America, I mean, I, I love animals. I love puppies. But yes. find a way to manage it. You don't you shouldn't have mandated leave. If you get a new puppy, come on, uh, and take yeah, the puppy to work. I'm cool with that. I might ruffle some feathers on this here, but you know, I understand maternity leave. I understand, you know, staying home if you're a dad, you know, to help out. But come on, on a puppy, give me a break, Chris. That's just the way it is. Oh well. Nice, nice Walter Cronkite reference to wrap the show. <laughs> Very nice. Longhorn graduate, Walter Cronkite. He's Chris Duell. I am Mike Rivera for the Sports Buffet. DJ LG behind the glass here, taking care of everything, making it happen. Hit us up on Twitter at Sports Buffet 1, the number one. Good night. Remember, the revolution will not be televised. You'll hear it right here on the Sports Buffet. We love you guys. Peace. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.